0: Okay, new mortgage rates go into effect starting today. Here with the details, our personal finance expert, Rabina Rubin, Ahmed-Hawk, joins us now here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey there, Rabina.
1: Hey, Jeff. How's it going? Not too bad,
0: thanks. Uh, changes to the stress test when it comes to uh, mortgages, uh, what changes as of today?
1: Yeah, so uh, starting today, it's going to be harder for you to qualify for more money Um, The stress test, just to give a sort of a summary of what it is, came into effect in 2018. Basically, it's an effort to cool the housing market because it's been pretty hot for the last 10 years, even more so in the last year. So it used to be that you could go to the bank and then the bank would give you a mortgage rate and see if you can afford the mortgage at the rate that they were offering. Uh, But then they brought in this stress test and they said, no, you have to either qualify at the contract rate, which is the rate the bank gives you, plus 2%, Or you have to qualify at the Bank of Canada five-year posted rate, which has just gone up from 4.79% to 5.25%. I don't want to bore everyone to death with numbers, but basically what that means is if you go today compared to yesterday, you are going to be offered less money uh, to borrow from the bank because even though you may pay your mortgage, well, you will pay your mortgage on that contract rate, so that much lower rate, you still have to show that if rates were to go up up to 5.25%, I could still make mortgage payments.
0: Okay, so the big question is, what effect, if any, is this going to have on housing prices in the red-hot housing market right now?
1: Well, I mean, this rule was brought in from the Office of the Superintendent of Financial Institutions, or OSFI, and uh, really their agenda is to cool the market. Uh, In some places in Canada, prices are up 40% year over year, and it's not just a couple of pockets It's quite a few pockets, cottage country, uh, parts of Atlantic Canada, out in British Columbia on the Sunshine Coast, all these places seeing really tremendous gains. The gains haven't been so much in places like Toronto and Vancouver because we already had year over year double digit gains for almost a decade. So there's just only so much home prices can go up. But so uh, this could cool the market. This could definitely um, keep some first time home buyers out of the market, because uh, the problem is, is that if you have a home to sell in this hot, red hot market and then buy a home, you are ahead of the game because you're able to buy sell your home for more than it was worth last year and then buy a home that's maybe got an inflated value this year. And you're you're not going to have to ask the bank for as much money. First time home buyers, though, have been sitting on the sidelines saving their money They've got their down payment now, and all of a sudden the bank's going to say, well, you qualify for less. And so it's really the impact is going to be on first-time homebuyers, um, you know, the new crop of them that are applying today for mortgages that will have less money to spend when they bid.
0: That is incredible. Up 40% prices in uh, some areas, uh, a number of areas. We were actually talking to a housing or a home inspector on the show yesterday because that's also been a residual effect, is that uh, people get in these bidding wars and all of a sudden they can't uh, demand as a condition of sale a house inspection as well. So all of this to say, do consumers need a bit of protection when it comes to the housing market right now, do you think?
1: Well, this is part of it, right? This is part of baking in some protection, some insurance so that uh, you know, the big banks are not offering people money that they can't pay for the long term. So people are not getting into a situation like we saw in the United States 10 years ago where your home, you could no longer afford to make the mortgage payments for whatever reason, either because the housing market softened and you owed more money than the home was worth or interest rates went up and all of a sudden you had a variable rate mortgage, which is now costing you two $300 more and you simply can't afford to make those payments and the inspector that you spoke to or the appraiser that you spoke to another issue they're having is that people are bidding on these homes not putting any conditions in no financing no inspection and then they're going to the bank and saying yeah i bought this house for 1.8 million and they're saying yeah but the appraiser says it's only worth 1.5 so we're not going to lend you that much money now you've got hmm. this 300 300,000 gap and if you don't make that up, you will be charged by the seller for not fulfilling that contract. You will lose your deposit. You may have to pay some fees or some fines, some interest. And so the whole thing is just getting so out of control that some measures have to be put in place. There are already quite a few measures, but this is just another one uh, to get people to, to to not bid over what they can afford.
0: All right. Meantime, as we await the reopening of the province and uh, restaurants, uh, bars, small businesses are reopening reopening to customers. There's some growing concern over the economic recovery here in Ontario and really across the country when it comes to the supply chain. There's some real supply chain problems out there right now, Rabina.
1: Yeah, so a number of things have been happening during the pandemic that we've talked about as well, too. One is the uh, demand for household goods has skyrocketed. So we don't have money anymore to spend on transport- uh, spend on travel and vacations and restaurants and bars, like all those things that you mentioned that are still closed. And so we've shifted our buying to things in our home, household goods, uh, things to make our homes look more beautiful, paint supplies, renovation supplies, anything. And a lot of that stuff comes from China. And it comes through, you know, that route through the Suez Canal, through the Atlantic and then into a port somewhere uh, in North America. So that is one issue is that there's just been so much demand that they haven't been able to keep up. And then secondly, we had this blockage in the Suez Canal uh, a few about a month ago, I believe, believe. And that created a problem as well where they just simply couldn't get goods through. And so there's still that, you know, there's still a delay in things getting through because that blockage is still causing problems. Um, and so and the pandemic on top of it, people are just spending more on things that they normally wouldn't spend on. So they cannot keep up with the demand. And then the raw materials, those are the price of you know lumber and other things. like you, we've heard over and over again someone saying, you know, my deck I was quoted this much and now I'm being quoted this much because the cost of lumber has gone up so much. And so all of that is, creating a problem for consumers, really, because companies are going to raise their prices. You know, Sleep Country is saying they're going to raise their prices. A number of other countries, uh, companies, Aritzia, another, uh, saying that, you know, if there is going to be increased costs for them, that's going to go down to the consumer.
0: So do we think these supply chain problems, are they temporary? Is this something that's going to get worked out over time? And do you think these price increases you just spoke of, Rubina, are they permanent?
1: So I think inflation is here and it's going to come really fierce for all those reasons I just mentioned. So two ways that, two ways that inflation works. One is that demand outstrips supply. And so all of a sudden you're paying more for items because there's just not that many available to you. And then uh, raw materials to build those th- items become more expensive, whether it because of labor costs or because of shipment problems, whatever. So those, those items become more expensive. It's just more expensive to build a house today than it was three years ago. So that house is going to cost you more to buy if you say you're buying it off the plan. And then the third is interest rates. So interest rates are still at rock bottom. So people are more than comfortable spending more and more money on things, and that is going to drive up prices. So I think that you know coming, we're going to see the price. We're already seeing it at the grocery store. Uh, when you go, the price of regular fruits and vegetables that I've been buying for 10, 15 years have all of a sudden gone up. I would say my bill has gone up about 30% in the last year on the same things that I bought last year uh, because of all those issues, transportation costs are higher. Pandemic has slowed things down. And uh, generally speaking, people are willing to pay more for items because money is so cheap.
0: All right. But we've all only got so much money. So do you think that that possibly could stall any economic recovery we're hoping to see?
1: Well, the people who have been working throughout the pandemic has a, have a lot of savings that they could uh, s- send out into the economy if they wanted to when the, when the pandemic ends and the economy opens up again. Whether we do that or not is another question. If you look to the states, there is lots of proof to show that when it comes to the entertainment stuff, the stuff that makes us happy, like look at the frenzy over the hockey game yesterday where everybody wanted to be one of those 550 people in the arena because we're so desperate to just get out of our houses and do something. So I think that kind of stuff temporarily is going to get a major boost where everyone's going to want to be out and about But you can't sustain that. I mean, first of all, physically, you can't just always be out. You're going to tire yourself. Um, I mean, I don't want to go out every single night. That's just too much for me. I'm not 21
0: anymore. (laughs) Exactly.
1: exactly. Even 21, you you need a day of rest. Um, And then secondly, I mean, it it is, yes, it is a big pot of money, but we've been spending a lot of that on our homes. I mean, I don't have as much savings as I do. I've just been able to divert that into renovations in my home. We did a kind of a, not a major, but a major-ish, Renovation in the in the in the springtime, and that's because we didn't go on a holiday. I'm like, well, we can use that money that we, we used on a holiday on this renovation. So the money's kind of been spent in some places. So um, I don't know. I mean, I think in the beginning there will be a pop for sure, but it, I don't think it can be sustained. I mean, inflation. If things start to get more expensive, people are going to cut back.
0: All right, Rabina, appreciate it as always. Thanks so much. Thank you. Our personal finance expert, Rabina Ahmed Hawk, with us.